Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All Powerful, the One and Only True Lord, and Amen, we trust. As the Republic of Mental, at the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the Intellectual Newton Mankares, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing the dual meaning of the term prisoner. All right. Before I start, could everybody hear me? Am I coming in clear? Before I start, I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. I want to be crystal clear. I just want to make sure I'm coming in crystal clear. All right. Okay. Make sure we're coming in nice and clear. I'm a little further away from the mic. Okay. All right. So there's um a dual meaning to the term prisoner. You know, I was talking a lot about slavery and bondage and things like that. And I was going into how um slavery and uh bondage and prisoner and the judicial system you're referred to as a prisoner, right? But then they tried to like switch it to inmate, right? But technically you're a prisoner. Prisoner denotes that you are locked up in a prison for committing a crime. But then it also denotes that you are being held hostage as a prisoner. Y'all follow what I'm saying? As in somebody kidnapped you, okay? You see how the term prisoner could be interchangeable with being freely or being being uh, held against your will versus being held in, uh, in isolation or for a crime you committed. You see how they, that they use the term interchangeable? And that had to do a lot with slavery, you see, because, you know, like I said, they call you a slave. They refer to our people as slaves when they were in bondage, some of our people in America. But the truth of the matter is they were being held hostage. They were allowed to be held hostage. The term slave, right, denotes that you were born into a certain class and a certain system, which it couldn't have been because, like I said, America didn't even have a class system set up when Caucasians came over here yet. It was just people who were working the land, our people working the land, and basically yielding uh, uh, food and material from the land. And these people came and basically took our people hostage, took their land, and forced them to work for them. That's, like I said, that's what slavery is. It was people who were taken hostage, people who were taken prisoner. They don't want to say that because when you think that, you start to think that, okay, these people were committing a crime. They don't really want you to look at slavery as a crime that was being committed because then you have to look at this country for allowing a crime to be committed. They allow a crime to be committed, yet this country talks about a judicial system. How do you allow people to be held hostage against their will? So then, of course, you, as they say, dehumanize them. You say, oh, they're not really human. They're not really people, even though they weren't human. They were of the almond race. But you said they're really not the same as you, so it's okay that you make them slaves, that you force them to work for you, that you 
commit a criminal act against these people because this shows you who the real criminals are. They will never notice this. They will never refer to the slaveholders, the people, because that goes to your presidents too, are criminals. If somebody is holding you against your will and forcing you to work and threatening your life if you don't work, that's a person being held hostage. That's a prisoner, you see. And it wasn't no prisoners of war because for the most part, like I said, certain some of our people fought, right, and ran away. But for the most part, people had children and things like that, and, you know, they went, they, they, they worked, they were forced to work, and they, you know, went willingly because, you know, again, they were threatened, their lives were threatened, their children's lives were threatened, and their lives were turned upside down. So, like I said, they will never tell you, or no, they will never relate the president of the United States, George Washington, right, Thomas Jefferson, and, and many more. John Adams, they all had slaves, you know, they all owned slaves. So what they were essentially doing was holding people hostage. They wasn't paying the people. The people didn't want to stay there. Certain people would run away from the plantation and whatnot. Like I said, they were holding people hostage. So if you're holding people hostage, you're a criminal. George Washington is a fucking criminal. I don't care what nobody says. George Washington, the founder of this country, is a criminal. He participated in a criminal enterprise. John Quincy Adams, all the so-called founding fathers that owned slaves or were okay with people owning slaves are criminals. Because, again, if I was to take somebody today, you can't say something was right for then and it's wrong now, it's wrong now but it was right then. No. Right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what time it is. These men are criminals. These males, I should say, these animals, these cave beasts are criminals. They're not to be looked to or called founding fathers or looked at in any honorary term, which is what pisses me off when I hear black males talking about these men, like these black historians talking about this piece of garbage this piece of garbage of George Washington and these people, this piece of garbage, this filth, this um, slave trading piece of filth as a as, as some sort of honorable man, as some sort of uh, uh, founding father or something, as some sort of person to be looked to, that they would have statues, person in this person's honor. They talk about taking down... Jefferson Davis and all them people in the Confederate take down they why they hell they if that's the case they gotta take down all of them. They gotta take down George Washington too. They gotta take down Thomas Jefferson. All of them were slaveholders. It's more than those slaveholders are those are the only ones I, I can think of right now. If you hold them people against their will, you are committing a crime. Why are these men not considered criminals? Why are they not in the criminal history books? Why is Nat Turner, who fought for his freedom and killed for his freedom, considered a criminal. He was being held hostage. They didn't want to work for white people. They didn't want to serve white people. They didn't want to serve these people. They didn't want to have their family sold and stolen and taken and held hostage. They didn't want to do that. How the hell do you try to make that some sort of honorable thing? How do you honor these men? I don't even want to call them men. They're not men. How do you honor people like that? That shows you the mentality of the beast. That shows the mentality of these humans who push these people up and put them on a pedestal. That shows you who they are. 
Because if anybody sits up here and honors them as the founding fathers and allows these men to be promoted as the founding fathers and honorable men in American history, then that just goes to show you what they stand for. It just shows you what American history, so-called American history, pre-colonial, Amer- well, should I say colonial American history, stands for. It stands for criminal behavior. It stands for organized crime. That's what that stands for. That you can be okay with or pass a law where other people can hold other people in bondage, can force them to work, can force them to slave. You see? There's something sick about that. There's something sick about that. There's something animalistic about that. But that lets you know who's in charge. Animals are in charge. Animals in suits and ties and clean faces are in charge because if they could sit up here, if you are there, and they showed you they're not righteous people. They're not righteous people at all because if you're going to if you're going to, if you're truly a righteous person, that type of behavior would be considered wrong. That type of behavior would be considered immoral, but they don't consider that immoral, nor would they say it's wrong. How they sit up here, like I said, they got a Washington Memorial. They honor these people. They honor these people. You see, you know, they honor these people for committing crimes. For committing crimes, because again, the American government could not have been built without slavery. The American government could not have been built up on slavery. I, I challenge anybody to tell me what would this government have been without slavery, without our people working and building up this government. What would this government have built been? Because the government got built up off of the trade of what? The trade of cotton. Uh, food and all kinds of other products that you need to be yielded from a plantation, from a farm. You see? You see, that's where that would come from. So if you're saying that these people are honorable people for committing crimes, for holding people hostage, holding people prisoner, make, calling them slaves, branding people, beating people, who forcing people to work for them, what kind of morality do you have? There are no morals in this country. This country is immoral. There is no morality in this country. This country is run by a bunch of degenerates because it was founded by a bunch of filthy degenerates. Don't just say it like that. Call a spade a spade. Right is right and wrong is wrong. You don't force people. You don't take people hostage. You don't make people prisoners. You don't threaten their families, sell their children, abuse them and whatnot. Like I said, like I said, a prisoner in jail versus a prisoner on the plantation is the same thing because you got a lot of people in prison who the beast knows who this, this, these crooked judges know they know a lot of these people didn't commit no real crimes they know that they know that they doing wholesale housing of black men and holding black men as prisoners against their will they're being held against their will and they're being the, the excuse they're being given is that they committed the crime a lot of them didn't commit crimes. A lot of them are in jail, like I said, for nothing or next to nothing or being given sentences that are far outrageous. Like what they was doing after slavery when they would catch – when there was no more slavery, they would catch black men, put them on the chain gang, and basically take them, oh, you ain't got no, you ain't got no money in your pocket. Oh, you ain't got no ID. 
oh, you ain't got, in other words, you ain't got your slave paper, your free papers, stuff like that. You come with me. You going, you going, you going to jail. You want to, you know, that's just an excuse to get you to work for them and serve them, taking you prisoner, taking you hostage. That's all that is. It's the same thing. See, you take people against their will. You forcibly take people. That's why they refer to this uh, judicial system as uh, law enforcement. Law enforcement. Because they know most of the law that they practice or the the, uh, 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 policing or whatever they do is to force people, meaning to force them against their will into what? Captivity, into bondage. Again, what is stocks and bonds short for? When you talk about the New York Stock Exchange, the New York Stock Exchange is based on what? Stockades and bondage, locking people up. You see? Right. You understand that? Right. So keep that in mind. Right. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that these people will sit here and try to justify putting people in bondage. Because the New York Stock Exchange was founded on what? Slavery. That's the real first stock on the stock exchange, our people being sold into bondage, the natives of this land, the true natives of this land. The true natives of this land represented the money. We represent the money. We represented the money then, and we represent the money now. Now you just represent the money in the prison system because there's prison stock. Again, that's the new stocks and bonds or the stockades and bondage. The New York Stock Exchange. What do they sell on the stock exchange? Stuff that comes from what? Farms. Most of the stuff that comes from farming, right? Crops. Orange juice, oranges, crops, things like that. You see, that's what they trade on the stock exchange. You see, stuff that comes from a plantation. They started adding things on the stock exchange later for businesses and things like that. But the original stock exchange was based on what? Bondage. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when people tell you that this system was based on anything other than bondage and taking people hostage and putting people in captivity, taking people against their will. Prisoners. Prisoners. And like I said, they can turn you into prisoners again in this society. They can turn you into prisoners again. You see, and they'll they'll try to justify it by using some sort of law and things like that. They can take you off the streets and detain you against your will for nothing. You see? Who who helped who passed that law? Barack Obama by you know at the order by the orders of his Caucasian masters because they'll use people like that. They'll use these Trojan black Trojan horses to pass laws in the for the Caucasian. So nobody won't say, oh, that's racist. You see, so they just do that for a reason. You see, so keep that in mind always. You see, when people try to tell you about this society and what it's based on. I told you before, this government is an ongoing criminal enterprise. 
we're living in an ongoing criminal enterprise because if you were founded in criminality, if you were founded by taking people's land, forcing people off their land, putting people in captivity, that's criminal activity. You can claim all of you fought these people, and you they talk about fighting for the uh, fighting in the war of independence against England and things like that because they didn't want to be up under England. They didn't want to have to serve England, but then these people turn right around and put people in slavery. You see, they turn right around and put people in slavery because they talking about their independence. You see, they talking about their independence. You see, and by talking about their independence, I'm like, that's pure hypocritical. That's hypocritical. So that's why I say you should never judge anything by what these people say. You should never align yourself with their way of thinking because their way of thinking is twisted when it comes to righteousness, when it comes to justice, real so-called, ju- uh, really judgment. And I told you there's no such thing as justice. There's only judgment, you see, because justice is, in the, uh, is only in the hands of those who are able to imprison you. They're the ones who can pass ju- justice, uh, uh, c- consider something, uh, uh, something justice, you see. They consider it justice. Justice is like how Richard Price said, just us. Just us. I'm not saying that's what they it meant, but it's, it's no coincidence that it's saying justice sounds like just what it is, just us. You see, not everybody else, just us. Everybody else goes under us. You see? All right? All right? So always keep that in mind. Always keep that in mind. All right. All right. So keep that in mind when you think to yourself, you know, what was slavery to this point to the prison system? What is that? How is that interchangeable? How are people, as you hear the more talk about how people are, are really just uh, carry a bond number, right? People carry a bond number. The citizens are considered workers in this society. They carry a bond number. A social security number, their bond number, because the real money is people. Remember I told you the real money is people. Working people represent the real money. Money, like I said, that's not the paper is not the money. Paper is what they use to trade. Paper is a form of trade. They're really trading people for paper. The paper is not the real value. You see, the people are. You see. But because they can't openly trade people anymore. They just use money as a substitute to trade. Like in basketball, when they tell you, I'm going to trade you this person for that person, that's the only place they maintain the whole uh, uh, slave system. When you tell them, I'm going to trade you this player for that player. Why do you use the term trade? You see, why do you use that term? Because they made it purposely to be representative of slave trading because these people – love to think that they control people's lives and they can maneuver people around and pass people around. You see, they love to think that, you see. They love to think that they can control people's lives and um, pass people around like they're possessions. And like I said, they love to make the real people, the real people who are the natives of this land, they wanted to turn them into possessions. You see, relics, things that can be traded, owned. 
you see, things that they could be owned. They wanted to be able to trade our people back and forth like property, and now it has stuck in your mind. You see yourself as property. You see yourselves as possessions. You see, you see yourselves as possessions. That's why you value possessions so much because, again, they made you, meaning these Caucasians in this society made you into possessions. They made you into possessions. You see, now, had George Washington been a so-called black man and he did what he did to white people and white people were still living in society, they would be calling George Washington all kinds of filthy names, all kinds of dirty names. They would have had his statue yanked down. They would have called him all kind of everything. You see, when it comes, if, if George Washington was a so-called black man and he did what he did, he had white slaves, he'd be all kinds of filth and degenerates and whatnot. But somehow, they were honor George Washington. Why is there no, again, this is how you know, this is how you know all white people are racist. All of them are. This is how you know. You don't hear none of them saying, we ain't celebrating George Washington Day because he, or, or, or Thomas Jefferson. We ain't celebrating them because these people own slaves. And they did our fellow human um, black brothers and sisters wrong. You don't hear them saying that. Now, do you? Do you hear them saying, oh, we ain't celebrating this president? No, they uplift these people. They name streets after them. That's why I said it's hypocritical when they tell you, oh, well, we're going to um, take down this statue or this person, take down the statue, Thomas, uh, we're going to take down uh, uh, um, Jefferson Davis and all of them. It's hypocritical. That's hypocritical. Jefferson Davis, I think he owned slaves and whatnot, and so did George Washington. So why is George Washington's statue still up? The only reason they wanted to take down the Confederate um, um, people is because they was against the Union. See, the, the people who was in charge of the Union, they knew that if they were allowed to uh, go and be separated, if they were not together, then eventually the Union would fall apart. The country would fall apart because if things were to stay Confederate, and you would have just had Confederate um, 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 Confederate um, groups, that means there's no federal government. If you had the states have all the power, that means no more federal government. You see, that means you got different people. We, we run in this state over here. We, and, again, that means that let's just say a group of people got together and decided to go against the governor of that state to fight and take over that state. The other states can't do nothing. That means whoever take over the state – because you ain't got to worry about the federal government coming to help because there ain't no more federal government. You see, they were, the union was against that because they knew down the line. See, they, the, the people who were uh, uh, with the union and uh, uh, yeah, um, Abraham Lincoln, they had enough foresight to know <laughs> that if they had the people go confederate, if they had the people go and be separate states, then eventually the United States would have fell apart. It wouldn't have been no more United States. It would have just been everybody for themselves. And when you got everybody for themselves, you know, anything could happen. Anything could have happened. That's the power of the states. They, you know, like if, if anybody ever get out of line in the states or they decide to revolt in the states or fight with the state people or the people and, you know, the authorities in the state, then they, they can call on the federal group, they, on the federal reserves, and then they call on them for help. Now, if there's no federal reserve, if there's no federal troops that could come in because now y'all independent, then y'all could get slaughtered. Somebody could just take over your state. You see? So they had enough insight. It was smart of them to do that. So any kind of – that's why they'll take down the Confederate uh, uh, leaders because they know that the Confederates, you know what I'm saying, that they stood against the Union. And if you stand against the Union, that's the end of their power. 
But see, the Confederate people, they got too proud. They got full of themselves. They figured they got, I got, we got our slaves. We getting this money. You know what I'm saying? We should have our own government. We tired of people telling us what to do. It's funny how these people got the right to say they don't want to follow nobody, right? But, you know, but, you know, you got to be in bondage. You have to be in prison to these people. You have to be in prison to these people. You see, they think it's okay for you to be that way, so much so that they convince you that it's okay. You know? Think about that. Think about that. People are always going to try and fight against that which is right. People are always going to try to fight against that which is right, that which is righteous. You see? People are always going to fight against that which is righteous. Right? And like I said, there is no righteousness in um, forcing people. There is no righteousness in kidnapping people. There is no righteousness in taking people hostage, forcing people to serve you and work for you. There is no righteousness in that. You see, there is no righteousness in that. There is no righteousness in telling people that they got to serve you, work for you. There's no righteousness in that, forcing people to work against their will, holding people hostage. Again, how is that, how is that wrong today, but it was right back then? How was it wrong today, but right back then? Shouldn't everyone who was held hostage and, being, and allowed to be held hostage against their will, shouldn't they – be given something for that. If you're going to ask for reparations for something, don't ask for it for, you know, for slavery itself and the cruelty of slavery. That'll never go away. Say it just for being held hostage. You see, speak for it for being held hostage. You know, people who were held hostage. How could you, in your right mind, you? Know, I don't care who you are. If you are a righteous friend, or you so-called white people consider yourself to be righteous people. How can you in your right mind big up these presidents, big up these so-called founding fathers? You know what they did to people. You know what they did to the lives of people, how they destroyed people's lives, felt it was okay to destroy people's lives, felt it was okay to break up people's families, felt it was okay to take hold people prisoner, hold people hostage against their will, rape people, rape women. Take people, women's children, force, sell them, and whatnot, or just even allow that to take place here. Allow it to take place here. You see? And then people say, oh, well, see, everybody's not bad. Everybody don't feel that. Then why are you celebrating these people's um, birthdays? Why are you celebrating their lives? You celebrating virtue of the life of a kidnapper. You celebrating the lives of a person who is uh, holding people hostage. You celebrating a lot. You celebrate George Washington's birthday or any of the Fourth of July. You basically celebrating criminal activity. But then they want to act like hypocrites, like they're really against crime here. They're not against crime in this society. They're not. How else can you have a, a, a mafia in this country for over 100 years and all of them's not locked up? How can you do that? Because they because they white, just like them. That's why. I don't care how many of them they send to jail, so what? They still let the organization exist. You see? How's that you have a Ku Klux Klan here that's really a terrorist group that's been killing people for, for over 100 years? 
oh, because they, oh, they're killing black people. That's why I say your lives don't matter here. Your lives don't matter here. Y'all need to stop acting like it does. When I talked about us being Mesoamerican, I talk about us as Mesoamericans pre-colonial days, pre-colonial, before the so-called white man came here. You see? You see? Before that, before they got here, before they brought their criminal activity into this country, before they brought their criminal activity into this country, I'm talking about an America that was beautiful, that was natural, that had good people here, that had good people here, that had freedom here before they came here. Before they infested this place Okay That's what I'm talking about And they do it to this day I told you there is no righteousness In this land There is no righteousness There is no law and order here Because in order for it to be true law and order here Righteousness follows law and order Pure righteousness Follows law and order Wrong is wrong I don't care what color you are Wrong is wrong you see, wrong is wrong. I'm going to say it again. I don't care what color you are. When the so-called Jews, they step in, they talk about what Hitler did to them. I'm like, okay, that's wrong, you know, for anybody to kill people and take their lives. But then a lot of these same people came over here and started up the motion picture business and whatnot and was degrading our people. Same people who was escaping uh, uh, um, poverty in their own land. Uh, 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 racism or whatever they was going through in their land, they was escaping to come over here and do it to other people. They was they was they was escaping, trying to escape tyranny in their land to come over here and do it to other people. You see, these people are not righteous, and I say that for you, so-called black people who will sit up here. Like I said, if you ever did come into power, because you had you had like they say you had some black uh, 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 slaveholders here in this society. That's why we're going to talk about that. You know. Was every black person really a slave in this country? Right? Right. That's why we're going to talk about that. Was everybody really slaves here in this country? Right? Um, Every so-called black person, absolutely not. You see? Absolutely not. We have a long history here in the society before everybody, a very long history, and uh, and they want to want you to believe that a big piece of our history was slavery. Why? Why do they want you to believe? If you ever notice with American history, they never tell you about black people in this country who were not slaves. Why is the origin? They always tell you the origin of black people. Whenever you think of black people back in the day in the 1800s or 1700s, you immediately think what? Slavery, right? Do they ever tell you about any free black people here? They, the narrative they give is that all black people were slaves in this country. Is that not the narrative they give? How, how many stories have you ever heard of black people who were just free here who were never slaves here in this country? How many of y'all ever heard those stories? Where you, it was a time where you were not in bondage, where our people, a lot of our people were not held, being held hostage or were not in bondage. Have you, how many of you ever heard those stories? You ain't heard them now, have you? You haven't heard them. 
You know why you haven't heard them? They know it's real. They know the mass majority of black people in this country were not slaves. They know that. They know that the mass majority of black people in this country were not slaves. They were free. They were born free, and they, they, a lot of their family members were never slaves. You see? But they don't tell you about that. They, why do they constantly push the narrative that every black person here was a slave? What are they trying to, you know, put into your mind? That you are a prisoner race of people, that you are an imprisoned race of people, that you as a race of people came here as prisoners, or that your time here, you know, you started here as prisoners. In other words, you came here as prisoners. That's the narrative they push. You came here in slave ships as prisoners, as captives, as if you did something wrong. You see, if you if you say that certain people were if see now if you say that certain people were slaves and others were not, then that would denote something else. That would denote that the mass majority of people were free, and that a lesser number of people were slaves. So now you start to look at the past differently. But if you teach that everybody was slaves, what you're trying to really promote in the minds of the people is see people coming in bondage with chains around their neck, it makes it seem as though they did something wrong. They did something wrong to be imprisoned. You don't make it, you ain't saying that you're taking people hostage, that you're kidnapping people, that you are taking people against their will. You're making it seem as though they did something wrong, that this is a race of prisoners, thus a race of criminals, thus now you black people are all criminals. You steal, you rob, you steal. This this coming from white people who 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 are who are who family go back in this country. This coming from white people who benefit from the crimes that Caucasians committed to get this land here in this country. They'll say, Oh, you know, oh you black people are criminals, you steal, you do this, you do that. And they sitting on property and land that was stolen. They are part of the ongoing criminal enterprise. They are part of it. You see, so they'll attempt to judge you that way. They'll attempt to judge you that way. You see, because to say that these people are born free, to say that these people, you know, had lives that that did not include them being in servitude to people, that's too much for them. That's too much. You see, that's too much. Because I told you originally they did want to enslave the Africans. They didn't want to enslave our people at first. They really wanted to enslave the Africans, but they figured the Africans couldn't really do anything. So it wasn't worth enslaving them. It really wasn't worth enslaving them. You see, it was more it was more worthwhile to enslave our people to just call them Africans. You see? That's how we got the term African connected to us. See, if you people call yourself African, then see, it ain't against the law to make you slaves. See, it ain't against the law. Because the Native Americans were not supposed to be enslaved. See, the Native Americans were not supposed to be enslaved. You know? Because you already know who the Native Americans, the real Native Americans are. The Native Americans are the Mesoamericans, the copper-colored bronze people. We are, the, as they say, and again, in the 1828 uh, uh, description of who the real Americans are. You ain't supposed to enslave those people. You're not supposed to enslave them. But what did the white man do? He called the mongoloids 
Indians and Native Americans when and basically said that they said that they were us and that we were the Africans, the early Africans that they brought over here. They said that we were them and that the so-called Indians were us. That's how they did that. They classified us as African so that they could justify enslaving us because, oh, it didn't look bad if, oh, if you brought people over here. And, you know, you could say, tell that lie that, oh, see, well, they African chief sold them into slavery and sold them into captivity and whatnot, and that's how they got over here. You see, because uh, even the, the line, and the narrative they try to spin is, oh, you know, these people were pushed out of their country because in Africa because they were the – the uh, um, people that lost to get, you know, they were fighting tribal wars and they lost. And so the, the, um, the went inside and the tribal beef basically was pushing our people onto the slave ships to the white man because we were the, uh, uh, we were the um, disorderly people in Africa. And they basically was trying to get us out of Africa. So they sold us to the white man. And we were basically a people who were low-level people, degenerates, and whatnot. That's why we got sold into bondage. This is the narrative they try to um, push, the lie they try to promote. That's why they always want to make it seem like every black person here was a slave. You see? That's why they went, and then they tied to that whole African, that whole African identification. That's why they do that. That's why they, they want you to believe, oh, you know, all you people were in bondage because you must have did something wrong. Oh, see, you was cursed by God. See, that's why you're in slavery. That's why you're really in bondage. See, you were, you were cursed by God. You see, you were cursed. You did something wrong. You did something wrong, so you were born with dark skin. That's why you're in bondage right now. You see, that, that's really why you're in bondage. Ain't that what the white man's on the plantation? I told you they tried to criminalize you to make an excuse as to why they doing what they doing. They trying to justify what they doing. Oh, see, you would, you know, they went every, they went into the Bible to try to explain this bullshit. You see, these people, and then again, this is why I have a problem with the Bible. Look who's allowed to hold the Bible and read out of it and justify the works out of it. That's why the only thing I talk about in the Bible is the revelation and the raising of the elect. Look all the filthy degenerates that hold the Bible and preach out of it and justify their filthy, wicked acts. Look at them. Look at your founding fathers. They used the Bible. The white males back then used the Bible to justify their filthy, wicked acts, raping women, owning people as property, raping children, and then used the Bible. See, that happened because of your black skin, and because of your black skin, and you displeased God, and your skin turned black, and your hair turned nappy. That's why I, I, when, you know, when Minister Farrakhan said that shit, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to just say when he said that, that really had, that really made my blood boil. When he started talking about, oh, you know, our hair was the same color. I'm not, well, let me not even get off into that, but he said this madness about our hair being the same, as straight as our eyebrows, and, and we had dark skin already, and then we went into Africa and our hair. That sounds like that whole, we, our skin is dark, so we curse bullshit. I'm going to just say it like this, raw and uncut. That's what that that's what that translates into. You see, the whole slave narrative. Oh, see, you niggas did something wrong. That's why you. That's why you in bondage. You see, that's what that translates into. Oh, you know, you y'all did something wrong. See, they got to justify. See, they have to justify holding you hostage, putting you in bonds. They had to justify that so that they don't look like they what they are, a bunch of wicked-ass people, a bunch of demonic people. 
You see, they had to justify it. You see, you know, God put you with, see, God put you in, um, um, punished you. See, God punished you. You see, that that's why, that's why you have to serve me. That's why you have to work for me. See, because God punished you, and I'm God's chosen people, and you have to serve me because God punished you. You see, that, that, that's, the, that's the narrative. You did something wrong. You see, you did something wrong. You being born with dark skin is wrong. So, you, you know, as part of your punishment, you got to serve people with pale skin. That make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, in the Bible, you got to be servants unto your masters. And making up stuff. And then y'all still believe in what these people say and take them seriously. You see, this is the thinking back then of that time and still to this day. And so much so y'all perpetuate that amongst each other. You know, they would try to get y'all to do that amongst each other. Who got the lightest skin? Who got the darkest skin? All that nonsense. Whose skin is lighter? Whose skin is darker? Who you think perpetuated that foolishness? That foolish nonsense. To keep our people divided, to keep our people being divisive against each other. Who do you think perpetuated that? All right? It's not hard to see who perpetuated that. It's not hard to see who orchestrated that. It's not hard at all. It's not hard to see destroyed your people who destroyed your families. You see? It's not hard to see that and how they justify it, you see, how they can try to spend uh, kidnapping, how they can spend kidnapping and taking people hostage. Because I told you that whole lie about, oh, well, see, it was really, it was really y'all lost in war. In, in Africa, y'all had y'all tribal war and y'all lost and y'all, and, the, and the, the people who won, they, they sold you into slavery to the white people. And they, and they you know, and. And, and that's how y'all got into slavery. Oh yeah, right. That see, and a lot of y'all run with that story. Y'all run with that narrative. You really believe that? Don't you know the reason the white man tells that story is so it absolves him of, of any wrongdoing? Because if I, because if you say, oh, you know, well, you know, I, I didn't come there to enslave your people. Your people wanted to sell you, and we was just really wanted y'all to work. Now, you know, we we just. We, you know, we was told that you was bad people, and that you know your your the tribal leaders they sold you into bondage, and we were just gonna bring you here to work, and we civilized you, and while we was getting you to work, while we was punishing you for being bad people in your country, that's see that's that's just all to absolve the white man of him being a kidnapper, right? A kidnapper, which is what he was. You see, someone who holding people hostage. You see. A rapist, a thief, a liar, all the degenerate things. See, they don't want you to see them that way. That's why it really boils my blood when you niggas celebrate President's Day, when you niggas celebrate the uh, uh, 4th of July, Independence Day, when you niggas just blowing up fireworks and stuff like that. You see, it just it just really just makes me shake my head, you know, like how do y'all how do y'all sit up here and, and partake of this? How do you do that? Yeah, I said we are American, but not because of the white man. We American because we've been uh, we've been here and we are the only real Americans before him. All they did was take our place. That's all they did. All they did was take our place and lie to us while doing so. 
That's all. They took our people prisoner. So that means they kidnapped our people. They took our land. They held our people hostage. Prisoners of war is also a term that's used. A prisoner of war. POW. You see, taking people hostage and breaking the so-called law and, you know, people could bend the law anywhere they want to because the reality is there is no law and there is no order. Because, see, law and order is supposed to be overseen. You can't have the people that's committing the, the crime be in charge of the law or the, uh, the criminal justice system. You can't have people who commit the crimes, the people who are, who have committed crimes be in charge of the so-called justice system. They cannot be people of law and order, the people that commit crimes, the people that break laws, the people that find loopholes and things like that, the people that convict people unfairly a lot or make up stuff on people. How, how are these people going to who, – who do they answer to? Who do they answer to? You always have to answer to somebody. Who do they answer to? No one. So then if you don't answer to no one, you can make all the wrong, all the bad decisions, all the unfair decisions you want. Nobody's going to stop you from doing it. They know that. That would be fair to tell you, no, you can't do that. They, 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 They wouldn't have that. They want their they want their word to be a law and order, but it's it will never register as law and order. I told you all this is organized chaos and confusion, and anything that is based in organized chaos and, and any form of chaos and confusion will eventually fall down. We'll be right back. <laughs>
this idea of prisoner in prison, being imprisoned, being held hostage, locked in bondage. And notice that's also a very big thing in the sexual depravity of these humans. They heavily into notice they heavily into that sexually into that bondage thing. That's a big thing here, which I don't even understand. But they're heavily into that bondage thing, uh, in in encaging in, in people. You see, they got sexual perversions where they put people in cages, put them in restrained clothing and and, and masks and things like that. Right? What does that denote? That denotes a criminal activity or criminal behavior. That denotes criminal activity or criminal behavior. That's what that denotes. People doing something under the covers, something that they're not supposed to be doing. You see, people doing things like that, taking people, holding people hostage against their will. You see, now, like I said, if you break, if you commit a crime, if you commit a crime, that is the only time someone is supposed to hold you hostage. If you commit a crime, someone's supposed to take you prisoner. That's not even hostage anymore. I'm sorry. I don't want to use the term hostage. The only time someone's supposed to take you as a prisoner is when you commit a crime, when you do something that is offensive to society. Now, in the case of slavery, just us being who we are as the Mesoamerican, the real Native Americans in this land, was offensive to the Caucasians who were coming to this land. And so in their mind, you committed a crime by being here and on land that they wanted. You see, they were trying to establish their Judeo-Christian society here, you know, white Judeo-Christian society, and you being free to roam, you being free, you supposed to use so-called black men you who are really the Mesoamericans, you Mesoamerican men, you Mesoamerican women, you being free to um, pro, uh, um, pro pro project, pro manifest, you being free to spread your seed was offensive to them. You being free to own land and spread your seed was offensive to them because they saw you really as a dominant people. You see, this is where the term of referring to our people as animals come from. They refer to our people as animals saying we wasn't really human. We part human, part animal, right? Saying that, you know, right? Saying that we were part human, part animal, you know, that, you know, because they looked at animals as strength. They saw animals as being strong, like horses and mules and stuff like that. So they made reference to us as animals or half human, half human, half animal. Now, that's why they made reference to us as that. So they saw our people as strong, dominant people. They saw our men and women as strong, dominant, fertile people, rich, complexion people, a dominating people. They saw that our people as that. You see? They, that's how they saw our people. So to see these dominant people who they, because, again, they look at the animals as strong, as domineering, horses and things like that. They see our people as stronger and dominant than them, and if potentially they are allowed to roam around on the earth and procreate, that is offensive to recessive people. So, therefore, your dominant genetics 
offends their recessive genetics. So in their mind, you deserve to be taken hostage. You deserve to be taken prisoner. You deserve to be taken captive and forced to work like an animal. You see, that's what you deserve to be. Now, I talked about how the humans were created to work as animals because the humans are, in fact, animals. The humans are, in fact, animals, and how they were meant to work for the almond, how they were meant to serve the almond, because that's the difference, because they were created to work. They were created by the almond, so therefore they are the property of the almond. The human race is the property of the almond race. So it made it lawful and righteous for them to work their animals. If they created you, they have every right to work you. But if they did not create you, they have no right to force you to work. If they're not your creators, they're not your gods, which the beast tried to get you to look up to them as. That's another reason why they tried to flip it around because, see, they knew our connection with the creator, with the most high. So what they would say is, well, you know, we God's chosen people, thus we are the representation of God, which is why they made Jesus white. So God and Jesus are white. So anybody who is not white is not of God and Jesus. They're not part of it. So therefore, these white people who are connected to God and Jesus, the creators, the heavenly fathers, got the right to enslave all the people they want as God's chosen people. That's the narrative, the bullshit narrative they was pushing on the people. We're God's chosen people, so we got the right to force you to work for us. We are, And thus, we are a part of God. We are God's people, and thus we are part of God, and thus you are not God's people because you're not white like us. You're not pale and recessive like us. This is the doctrine they created to justify putting you in captivity, taking you as prisoners, holding you hostage, right? But then they then they hide the rest of it. They hide the rest of the raping of the women. Oh, they didn't rape no women. The women, they, they just freely had their way with the women, wanted to have their way with them. They wanted to sleep with the white man. They didn't rape, they didn't have to rape the black woman. And in some cases, they didn't have to. You see? But in a lot of cases, they did. You always had a whole bunch of Diana Rosses around and a bunch of damn uh, 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 Roxy Rokas and Diana Rosses. You always had them in the damn slave quarter. Diana Ross, Roxy Roka. You know, uh, 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 Eves, you always had them motherfuckers around. You always had those whores around in the damn, uh, what's the name? And the, and the slave captains. They, they love the mix they see with the beast. You see? So, no, they didn't have to rape all the women, but they raped a lot of them. You see? And they raped the men and the children. Now, what part of that is righteous? You see? You see? What part of it is righteous? Right. Right. Tell me what. None of that. But this is why they hide that. You see? This is why they hide that part. This is why they don't want to talk about that part. Right? Right? This is why they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that part, see, because then that takes away the, the story, the so-called righteous story they're trying to spin about civilizing a bunch of African savages who came over on slave ships who were captured by and fighting wars by other African uh, tribal people. And then they sent these wild people over here who was 
causing problems in Africa, and then, of course, behind sending these wild people over here. That's why, you know, we as white Judeo-Christian worshiping good people had, you know, we had to enslave these jungle savages. We had to enslave these black savages. You see, we had to. They, we had to enslave these black savages. We had to, we because they were lawbreakers, so we had the right to take them as prisoners and hostage. I mean, a uh, 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 slave. Excuse me. We had the right to take them and make them slaves. Mm. We just had to. We had to make these people hostages. We had to take them and put them in bondage and captivity. Because we did it for their own good, because we had to teach them good Christian values, good Christian uh, values, uh, you know, these, these savages. We had to teach these savages the good Christian values of the Bible, you see, and that it, it is their job to, to let us own you and for you to work for us. And for us, if you break the, our law, which is the law of God, we're going to beat you. We can do what, what, you, what we will. Because we as God's chosen people, this is what they believe. We as God's chosen people got the right to do so. We got the right to do whatever we want with you. They just ain't going to mention what they did. This is the righteous people. This is the people you want to lay with. This is the people who you want to mix they seed with. You see? All right? These are the people who you want to lay with, mix your seed with. Call and, and, and act like y'all the same way. The people that would be okay with doing this, and the people that justify this, and the people who ain't saying what this was that this was wrong. You see, this is why they don't want you to look to that or see them as what they really are, which is a bunch of degenerates. Because again, if you stand up for this, you see, if you stand up for this, if you you know. uh if you give, if you tell people and you justify people being a certain way, acting a certain way, acting outwardly a certain way, then what does that do? What does it do? And you get them to accept that and go for it. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? If you can get them to accept and go for it, acting a certain way, believing a certain thing, what does that tell you? That they really, really want you or they have to get you to accept that what's being done to you is righteous. See, they got a lot of the slaves to accept that what they was being done to them was okay, was righteous. They got a lot to accept that. You see, that's why they want to they want to breed slaves so that slaves, if you raised in slavery, you don't know nothing different than being on a plantation. Those are the type of people they wanted, people who were raised in slavery. You see, that's the type of people they wanted to create a permanent slave class of our people. They wanted to make us a permanent slave class under them. You see, they had no intentions of uh, of freeing the um, the slaves they had. They They wanted to increase more slavery. But see, the union people, they knew that if every, if they made all black people slaves in this country, then eventually you're going to have a revolt. They couldn't do that here. They knew it would eventually be a revolt. If you if you oppress all the people, then all the people ain't got nothing to lose. See, you oppress some of the people, then the others will turn their back to it, you see, and be happy it ain't them. 
But see, when you do it to all the people, you see, then all the people got nothing to lose. All the people don't care. The people will flip. You see, they will flip. They don't want that. That's why I told you, like I said, they want to keep pushing that narrative and they want to promote it through religion and every other thing to sugarcoat it. Because, see, if, if again, if you were told that you're being held hostage and that you're being held hostage by a, a, a wild group of people, a wild degenerate group of people, then nine times out of ten you're going to fight for your freedom. But if you tell them, oh, you know, you got to use certain words to justify what you're doing. See, the Bible said that it was okay for us to do you this way. The Bible says this is your judgment. See, the Bible says that you're, it's okay for you to be like that. See, that's how they have to sell it to you. They have to sell you being a, they have to sell you bondage. They have to sell you on being a prisoner. They have to sell you on being a slave. They have to sell you on that. See, you know, because you're black and your skin is dark and the Lord's chosen people are white. And see, you're not white, so therefore you deserve to be made a slave of because in the Bible, you know, uh, you were cursed as Canaan or that whatever the hell, you was cursed as Canaan and your skin got black. That's that's why you look the way you do, and that's why we had to do you the way we do you. They got to get you to they got to justify that because see, they again, in order for people to make things right in their mind, they got to first make it right in your mind to have something ongoing like that. They have to make it okay with you. They they can't make it seem like oh you know you 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 know you don't want to do it you don't want to do it you want to be free you don't deserve to be free. They got to convince you that you don't deserve to be free. You don't deserve to roam around the earth like they do. You see, you don't deserve that. But see, once you say to yourself, yeah, I do deserve that, and I'm ready to kill anybody that stops me from doing that, then that's a problem. Then they got to fight on their hands. And they, don't want, they didn't want to have – they really didn't want to fight. They'd rather you just accept it as is. They, you know, they, they kill a few times and whatnot just to make a point, but they really didn't want to fight, see, because fighting disrupted business. They just wanted to make a few examples, you know, but then, like I said, and they did it from time to time, but then, like I said, they went overboard, you see? You see? Okay. They wanted to make it about that. You see, they want, again, they wanted you to accept your condition. And once you accept your condition, you live with your condition. You okay with it. The same way how the beast wants you to accept, like, say, you got a disease, right? You got to accept that you got a disease and there's no healing your disease. So, therefore, you got to rely on their little medications to treat you, not heal you, but treat you. See, that's why they went so hard on Dr. Sabi because the people who had diseases, they wanted those people to accept that you got diseases. Ain't nothing you could do about it. You a prisoner of that disease. You are a prisoner of that disease. And the best we could do for you is give you this, this so-called treatment to treat to, to treat you. We can't cure you, but treat and, and can't nobody else treat you. Can't nobody else nobody else can cure you neither. Only we can treat you. That's trying to convince you to be a prisoner of a disease. You see, the beast is into bondage, you see, entrapment. We'll be right back.
when people come to the realization that, you know, we have we live in a system where people are constantly trying to get you to accept things, especially within this, you know, so-called justice system of people being imprisoned and being prisoners. And this idea of majority of your peers, well, really not your peers, people who are, who just who who are who um here, you know, if you have a certain offense or things like that. Again, you know, the cards and everything is stacked against you in a lot of these systems and whatnot because this is a this is a system that, you know, prefers that people be prisoners, be imprisoned. You see, because again, prisoners equals money. People and being held hostage and bondage represents money. When you see people doing human trafficking, because that's, you know, you know, that's, that's, if anything, you know, just without using the human thing that, you know, that's basically what was done to so-called black people here in this, in this society, human trafficking, you see, uh, trafficking our people to be held in bondage, to work and be forced to work against their will. This is what you base the society on. You had to force people to work against their will. You had to threaten people's lives to build your country. You see, you had to threaten people's lives to build your countries, to build your country, to build this country. People's lives had to be threatened. You see, people had to lose their lives. People had to be killed for not wanting to be prisoners. Like I said, you look up that, you look if you look at the um, women that are kidnapped every year, you see, if you look at the women that are kidnapped every year, the women who disappear, the children that disappear, that's a big business. You already know who's heavily into that business. You know, a lot of wealthy people, wealthy people around the world, so-called wealthy people with a lot of money, uh, they love to have hostages, people in bondage. They get off on that having people uh, holding people against their will. They get off on that. They have people that they, you know, like a lot of these Arab sheiks and stuff, they'll have women, they'll have women um, shipped over to force them into prostitution, sexual slavery, because that's all prostitution is. A lot of you pimps, you hold women hostage, you hold women prisoner. You see? You see? You hold, you hold, you you hold, uh, you hold uh, women hostage. You'll say, "Oh, I, I ain't making no woman do what she do that." But if a woman, if a prostitute try to leave, you beat them. You beat them. You threatening their lives if they try and leave, right? So you are forcing them into bondage. They call. They said a black, a so-called black man, right? when this came with that guy, Jack Johnson, when he was uh, out there boxing, they said, you know, they created the Man Act for him, right? Taking uh, women across state lines of federal law for the act of lascivious, for lascivious activity of lewd sexual practices, basically having a sexual relationship. They said that if a black man back then had sex with a white woman, he had to be unkidnapped her. He had to be raping her. He had to be forcing her against her will. This is what they said about black men and white women. They never said that about white men and black women. They said that about black black men and white women. 
that if she's sleeping with him, he he got to be forcing her. He has to be he got to be holding her hostage. He has to be forcing her against. So even if she say she ain't against, she she doing it of her own free will. It's still against her will. See, that's the story they like to tell. Story they like to tell. You know, they the, the, the whole thing of getting the Ku Klux Klan and all them people together is, you see, these big black niggas are going to go out here and rape our white women. They're going to go out here and take our women hostage and rape our women. So we got to get together and kill these niggas. We got to get together and keep them in their place. You see, we got to get together and do that. But here's the thing. Why don't you just send them back to Africa if that's what you if you say that's where they came from? Why don't you just send them back there? You know, give them give them their land back in Africa and send them back there if that's what you claim they came from. Why keep them here and you know keep wreaking havoc in their life, making hell on them and their families? Why do you do that? Why is that done? Because, like I said, they wanted to replace us. They wanted to be us. In order to be us, they had to wipe us out. They had to wipe us out. But they had to keep a degree of us here. You see, because they planned on doing the same thing in Africa that they did in America, colonizing Africa. So no matter where you went, these people were trying to colonize wherever we were. They were trying to colonize that. They were trying to make us prisoners in our own land, like basically what they did in America. That's all you so-called black people are in America. You're prisoners in your own land. You are prisoners in your own land. You see? Like that, when y'all say Israelites point to that um, scripture in the Bible where you say, you know, uh, Israel, you gonna be in a um, you gonna be a homeborn slave in a land that is not your own. That first, like that, they'll use that to say, oh, that's black people because we're in a land that's not our own, and that we're being held hostage here, being taken into captivity here. But here's the thing, and you saying that, and you saying that, and you believing that, and you acknowledging, oh, you know that. This is not our land. You, you're right. Once the American government got set up and took over our land, it wasn't our land no more. They took our land. Doesn't mean it wasn't our land before. Doesn't mean it was our land before. I told you, this land belongs to black people, so-called black people. All the term black people means is you are a people, you are the natives who have been blacked out of American history. You have been redacted from American history. That's all that means. Redacted is a way of saying you blacked out of American history. We're going to black you out of American history, and we're going to lie and say that you came from Africa on slave ships and that you were sold into into bondage by some uh, 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 by some African by some uh, 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 rival African tribes who 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 defeated you. And hell, they even go as far like I told you, make us criminals in Africa. We was criminals in Africa. We got defeated and we got sold into slavery because we was criminals. So. That's why we're, we're in bondage. I heard that story before. You see, they get creative with their lives because they want to justify what they did. They want to make what they did justifiable and righteous. And then they want to turn around and praise God, praise some God that's supposed to be righteous. You see, they don't think to themselves that they themselves were being tested. You see, they don't think to themselves that they were being tested. And they failed the test. I said it right. You Caucasians were being tested. You're being tested today, and you're being judged today. 
because you were tested in that you were given the authority to see if you would be cruel to the almond, to the so-called black race, that you would take the opportunity to do that and use your authority that you were given by Amon to mistreat the people who were once your masters. And that's what you did. You were tested. You were tested and you failed. That's why y'all being judged right now. That's why your numbers are depleting. That's why you nervous as hell. You, you scared of falling out of power because you've been tried, tested, and proven, and you failed and you're being wiped away. That's why that's taking place right now. This is why you see this happening to them now. This is why you inherited all these diseases. You see, this is why. This is why you are suffering as a people, because you were tried and proven you failed the test of humanity. Because the the true test of humanity is to be humane, be righteous people. That's the true test of humanity, to be righteous people, as you were trained to be by the Amun. By us, we trained you to be righteous people. And even down into the so-called black woman raising up your little puppies, raising your little puppies up in the in the damn slave quarter, she was trying to teach you to be somewhat righteous, and it still didn't work. You're not a righteous people. You're not a righteous people because you're not a people of honor. And you people that follow unrighteous people, you will fall with them. You see, that was your test. And you took that, you took that, that's why I said those of you Caucasians who was doing all of that, that's all this stuff in slavery, all that wild shit y'all was doing in slavery, y'all, y'all, gonna, y'all coming back, y'all going to be right back, you're going to be right back in reincarnation, you will come back in reincarnation as the gray race, and you're going to pay for what you did. And if you don't pay then, you're going to pay before you get there. A lot of you going to die of horrible diseases. Your children are going to suffer because you uphold unrighteousness. It's never right for anyone to do people like that and do people and make them suffer like that. It's never right. I don't care what race you are. This ain't no call for the black race, the white race. Like I said, you never do that. You never make people's lives live in hell. So you're going to be judged for doing that to so-called black race. The people who you robbed of their identity, lied to them about saying they came from another place. You're going to be judged for that. There's no forgiveness for that. So keep on doing what you're doing. It's only going to be worse on you when y'all reincarnate. A lot of y'all, a lot of them dead already, and they're um, they going through that, um, that, that whole recycling or that whole re, uh, um, recycling thing right now, and they're coming back right now. And they'll be back in the future. All the racist slave masters and all that, all your George Washingtons, they're going to come back in the afterlife as the grays, as the mixed race. And they're going to be put in their place. And they're going to get the same brutality done to them that they did to the so-called black race. They're going to get the same brutality done to them. That's real. Because what comes around goes around because y'all live in a world of rotation. You humans live in a world of rotation. You see? You live in a world of rotation. And what you did to those who were the slaves, those who were up, those who were connected to Amun, of Amun, what you were allowed to do was give, that was you was given a test to test your will, to test whether you were a righteous people. And you failed the test. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is the dual meaning of 
of the term prisoner. A prisoner could either be someone who is in bondage due to committing a crime or someone who is taken hostage, who they commit no crime, who is taken against their will. See, both terms, the white man tried to use both terms to apply to us black people here in the society, so-called black people here. Again, that's why they gave you the term black to denote that you were a bad people, that you were a, uh, a negative people. That's why they gave you that term black. Why should people know this? Because you need to know that you might think of yourself one way, but see, all those terms factor into your bondage in the society. You're being taken against your will, held against your will, and incarcerated by the law, which is really not the law. What does this have to do with the judicial system? The judicial system basically works a lot on putting people in bondage against their will, violating their rights their so-called rights, violating them, taking them un, un, unjustly. What does this have to do with slavery? Same thing. Took a people unjustly, unrighteously, and you put them in bondage and took away their freedom and took away the freedom of their children. You took them by force. What is a hostage? One who you take by force. And that's what the slaves really were. They were hostages. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and in Amen we continue for forever. Uh, I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at uh, 10. I am the intellectual new Ben courage has been Mentelec Radio. Uh, good night. We're closing with.